Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And joining me today is Marnie Andes. She is an author. She's a speaker. She's sharing principles with the world about how to do this little thing that we call Live on Purpose. And I am thrilled to welcome you to the show today, Marnie. Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. Thanks, Dr. Paul. I'm really happy to be here on your show. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, Your book title caught my attention. Partially partially because I'm a a basketball enthusiast and you've got a picture of a basketball shot going on in the on the front of your book because you used to play. Right. I did. Is this a used to or are you still at it, Marnie? (laughs) Well, I'm still at it if you count trying to win games over my husband and my two boys in a game of horse or a pickup Uh, game on the front drive. So, yes, I'm still at it. That totally counts. (laughs) And when you reach a certain age, you can take certain kinds of shots that you couldn't before. Right. (laughs) My my son accuses me sometimes of using the old guy strategies on him. Oh, I would love to hear what the old guy strategy is because I probably need the old woman strategies as well. (laughs) Whatever advantages you can at some time. I'm looking at the book here in front of me right now. It's called Start With the Give Me Shots. And I know that there's a story behind that. Um, just for, for our listeners, too, you guys ought to know that uh, Marnie also has, in addition to being a, an athlete and playing collegiate basketball, uh, Marnie has also more recently uh, been Mrs. America. And, I have. And that's pretty darn cool. <laughs> I know. Marnie, that's something I've never aspired to and probably never will. Well, there's a reason for that, right, Dr. (laughs) I'm sure. Yes. But would you share with us, and I know there's different parts of of your experiences that will absolutely come to play here in some very relevant ways as we look at the principles that have allowed you to create and live a life that you love. Um, Start us out with this book, would you? What, What is this? Start with the give me shots. Oh, I, well, I'd be happy to. First of all, it's, it's, it's a term that my, my late father used, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely intentional around basketball. But what I mm-hmm. realized was that was a lesson that I took with me throughout my entire life. Right. And so what became really evident for me was I had this beautiful lesson wrapped up into a term he called the give me shots. And of course, starting with the give me shots and it, and it sort of blossomed into a book. So I'll, let me, let me tell you just a little bit about the lesson and then it'll start to, yeah to play out, you know, so the reason why I wrote the book, um, when I, when I sat down and started writing about some of the lessons that I had started sharing with people just organically in my work, mm-hmm. in my personal life, this happened to be one of those stories that I always found was very fitting in a number of circumstances and really resonated with people. And the way, the way that the story goes is I was 
I was in high school. It was one fall afternoon and I, and I grew up in the Western part of Nebraska, which if, if any of your listeners have spent any time in the Western part of Nebraska or the Midwest, it is incredibly windy. You're, you're usually going against all the elements. And, and because we lived out on a farm, I mean, they're just, you sort of learn to figure out how to play outside as a kid. And, and yeah. I had come outside our front door, decided to start shooting the basketball and I was shooting it from all parts of the court. Mm-hmm. And my dad, who was at the far end of the farm, who was feeding the calves, we raised uh, purebred Angus cattle. And so he was down by the far pens. And all of a sudden, as I'm shooting these shots and I'm missing and very rarely making them, I hear him you know, yelling up at me, Marn, start with the give me shots. And I... <laughs> I, you know, continue to kind of do what I was doing, but realized that I had heard this lesson before from my dad and I don't know, sort of started dribbling around on the court. And then pretty soon I see my dad just hightailing it right up the hill to me on the driveway, took the ball out of my hands. And he said, Marnie, you have got to start with the give me shots. I've told you this over and over again. And, and, and what my dad meant by that was, to start out with the close shots on both sides of the basketball hoop at the front of the basketball hoop. And, and what he, the reason why he drilled it so hard into me was because he really believed that this was the thing that most players took for granted. They would, you know, think, Oh, that's the easy shot. So I I don't need to practice those. I'll, you know, I'll start further out from the basket. And what I've shared with people is that while that's a basketball lesson and that's, that's really how it started. I mean, that was the lesson for my dad. I've used it in my life to really craft the message to people that when you have those fundamental skills, those things that make you really unique, make you this, this really unique individual, those things you do really well, just because they may be easy to you, or just because you may have said, Oh, I've done that. I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. I actually tell people to live this really intentional life to, re- to live a really purposeful life, to bring out the most in yourself is you need to practice those every single day. Even if they're the easy shots for you, those are the things that make you incredibly unique, incredibly uh, successful. And, and by steering away from those, just assuming because you're maybe good at them or they're good enough in the context, maybe you're the best at those lessons mm-hmm. or those things with your friends. That's more of the reason why you need to practice it every single day. And so my dad drilled that into me for basketball it certainly led to a successful athletic career in high school, uh, went on to play college basketball, but, but I've actually used that lesson more outside of athletics. Uh, and, and I presented this in, in many ways to a lot of different people. And, and I haven't met a person yet. Uh, Dr. Paul that ever said that did not resonate with them. And just as you're sharing the story, Marnie, I'm thinking about, so many ways that that applies. Um, just last night, I was attending a meeting with uh, the National Speakers Association. Our local chapter had a meeting where we went over some of the, the give me shots. And as a professional speaker with a couple of decades of experience now, when's the last time I sat down and just practiced some of the basics? of storytelling or humor or whatever it is. This Now that's not basketball, but there are give me shots in pretty much anything that we do. Parenting, um, 
hygiene. Right. <laughs> we could we could list almost anything, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're suggesting that even and maybe especially when it seems easy, it seems like a give me. That's probably something you want to pay a little bit of attention to. Give it the time and the practice that it deserves, which will help you to hone your skills. And then it makes it easier to hit the harder shots. Absolutely. I mean, you have really summarized that. And I love the example you just gave in your own life. You're a speaker, you're a professional speaker. You've been doing it for some time. And I, my, my suspicion, because I get this a lot too, when I have delivered speeches at large conferences or leadership events, people will come up to me. I'm sure they do to you and say, but you're just so naturally good at that. I mean, that's just, you're wow. I wish I could, I could really just be that good. And I've shared with people time and time again, that's because I practice that. And to your point, are we practicing the storytelling? Are we practicing the fundamentals that really make us good at that? And you'll see, not only does that help you hone your craft, help you hone that particular skill, but to your point you just made, which was then when you decide to do something on top of that, do something new that maybe even makes you even better at that particular skill. Now you have the foundation set, you have the fundamental set and you know how to practice them. So then you know how to build your muscles around that even more. So mm-hmm. this has become a life lesson for you. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned the way that it helped you with your basketball career as you played through high school and into college. Um, some obvious benefits there. But now it has trickled over to other things. You, your experience with Mrs. America, mm-hmm. it, did it have any impact on that? Oh, what, of course. Of course. Learn? I think, you know, I think in personal life as well as my professional life, it's had impact. So, you know, with the Mrs. America example that you that you gave when I when I competed in a few of the married pageants, it's not like I'm, I competed in a lot of pageants. I competed to win Mrs. Colorado. Took me two years mm-hmm. to win that. And then I went on to assume the title of Mrs. America. And what I realized was, you know, there were fundamentals about that competition that I had to to continue to practice. I couldn't decide a few months before the competition that I wanted to do those things. So there were fundamentals there without a doubt. And I think in my professional life where I have presented with folks, I mean, I've led, you know, the strategy for what, how are we thinking about our talent and our employees and how they're experiencing this really fulfilling career with us as employers. And I, I share with CEOs, I share with other leaders that I'm working with, other teammates that I'm working with, um, that when you're really going to be mindful of the fundamentals, that's actually where you need to start. Too many times, I think we try to say, mm-hmm. what's the next best thing? What's the thing that's trending? And I, I agree with knowing all of those things. I agree with learning about those. But many times when you really look at where you might have a team that's struggling. Maybe you have a part of your organization that's struggling. Maybe you personally are struggling in certain areas. You want to look and say, how have I attended to and give attention to the fundamentals in my life? Am I paying as much attention to those than chasing the next thing? And and some people might say, well, that's, is that working on my strengths versus my weaknesses? And in some cases it is, it doesn't mean you ignore the things you want to get better at. Not at all. But in order for you to continue to grow as a person, you want to maintain the things you already do really well by practicing them all the time. I just had an image come to my mind, Marnie. One of my coaches shared this with me years ago. 
about a handful of coins. And if you, if you have this handful of coins and some of them are, are kind of shiny and pretty and, and bright, and then the others are kind of dingy and, and dirty or maybe even rusty. Um, his point in, in using this example was grab the shiny ones. It's going to be really easy for you to polish those up and have a handful of shiny coins. And then we can work on some of these others. But if you spend all of your time trying to pick out the ones that are so rusty and dingy, uh, it, it's another application, I think, of this principle that you're sharing. You've already got things that you're good at, things that come fairly easily to you. Polish those up. And then you have so much of a resource to work from uh, that it can be applied in, in a lot of other ways. Right. I like the way this is unfolding, Marnie. And as we come back from this break, I would love to, to find out more about what some of your experiences have been around uh, the give me shots. Great. Um, let's, let's come back to that after we get back from this, this break. Folks, this is Marnie Andes at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com. And we're back. Marnie Andes today at Live on Purpose Radio. I'm having fun with this conversation, Marnie. You've it's summarized in your book. Start with the gimme, give me shots. I almost said gimme. That's <laughs> okay. I, I have a friend I golf with, and, and if he gets the ball close to the cup, He'll just go pick it up. And he says, that's a gimme. Right. Meaning I could go to the effort of actually knocking the ball in the cup, but since it's a gimme, I'm just going to pick it up. Right. I think if we were really to take to heart what you're sharing with us here today, you would go ahead and put it in. Yes. My dad would be, if he was here with us in this podcast, he would say, you tap it in every single time so that you know what that feels like. Yes. You know how every single time you have that experience of making the shot. We get too careless sometimes if we assume mm -hmm. that it's just going to go in. Right. You have to actually develop we call, we talk about muscle memory sometimes. Muscles don't actually have memory. It's an actual neural pathway that you develop in your neurological system with the repetition. And so I can think of so many ways that what you're teaching us here today is so consistent with what we know about neuroscience and what we know about behavioral psychology. It's, it's right on track. Right. 
And I think when, you know, when, when your listeners are thinking about those, give me shots, we gave those examples of, you know, the athletic that being on the basketball court, your example of, of your friend. And when you were golfing and, and sometimes when we're thinking about those personal skills that we're all really good at, we don't always identify with them because they may be so ingrained in us that we don't think about them or we've taken them now for granted in our lives. And I share, you know, with my readers in my book would share with your listeners here that it's okay if you don't recognize all of them. And so many times in order to uncover what those things are and be reminded of them, we have to ask others around us. So I've, you know, I've told folks when, when you don't know what those fundamental give me shots are for you personally, whether it be in your personal life or it be in your professional setting, because you want to, you know, want to do a great job in the job you've been hired to do, ask people around you, ask your friends, ask your significant others, ask your colleagues. You see me do things. You see me probably do things to the point where you think, gosh, I wish I could just do that. So naturally good Uh as Dr. Paul does it. I wish I could do those because Marnie does that really well. I think when you ask those questions of others, they will, will probably bring up a lot of things for you to say, well, I see you do this well. I see you communicate really well. I see you speak well, or I see you, um, you're able to take a complex problem and make it very simplified for others to understand right. around you. Those are the things you want to be have on your short list of, I'm going to do these every single day so that I continue to keep those really, really crisp and really, really, really ingrained in me so that I can always pull from those skills whenever I need them. Asking other people and being humble enough to receive and accept the information that they give you about that. Mm-hmm. That is really key. You know, as you were sharing that, Marnie, I was thinking we are too close to it to see it accurately or clearly or directly. It's like your own face. Your own face is something you will never see directly. <laughs> You'll see an image of it or a reflection of it, but you can't look at it because you're in it. Right, right. <laughs> and, and I think that's how some of these shiny coins are. You know, I used that analogy earlier that you've got this handful of, of coins. Yeah, you're working on a lot of stuff, but you got some really shiny stuff in there. Right. Pull that out. And we don't always see it because it's so close to us. Right. Well, and I love to flip that. So what you're even making me think of too is we may have forgotten what has come so naturally to us. So when we ask mm-hmm. others to give us that mm-hmm. feedback, that can be really eye-opening for us. But I think in turn, we have to also be mindful of the questions we ask of others. Imagine that colleague, that friend, that family member who maybe isn't seeing those give me shots. They, they think things are maybe really hard for them right now, or they can't see the sure. things that they can really hone in and fundamentally do well the power that we also have of asking others or letting them know, I see you. I see those things you do well. You should continue to practice those. Don't, don't focus so much on the things you can't do. Don't focus so much on the things that are really bringing you down. I mean, this is an audience that is, is living their best life that wants to see that happen, not only for themselves, but they want to see it with other people. And, and being that person that can point those things out, can point out others, give me shots. That's incredibly powerful. There's some, I've been following the NBA, obviously, as we're recording this 
particular episode, uh, we're just getting into the NBA finals or the mm-hmm. yeah, playoffs. And uh, my team is the Jazz. And okay. we have a couple of really great shooters on the Jazz. And they're, they have shots that are give me shots. They always hit them, right? And I've heard the commentators saying, um, if, if they're on an off night, for example, it's not going in, the commentators will say, he just really needs to see the ball go in yes. to, to get his confidence back, right? And right. as we're talking about the give me shots, you have to see the ball go in mm-hmm. a few times. It brings your confidence back. And as you're talking about how we can support our loved ones through that process, help them see that they're just draining it in a couple of different aspects of their life. And maybe they don't even notice that Mm -hmm. because of their struggles or the things that they're paying attention to, the problems they're trying to solve. Right. Uh, Where everything else is going so beautifully Mm-hmm. So I think we all need to see a few shots go in. <laughs> right. Well, and I love the NBA example. I, I actually think just to come sort of full circle on this concept, mm-hmm. you know, the reason why we all need to practice these things is because everyone practices these things. They practice these things at every level. And I, right. the basketball, if we're going to play this whole thing out, it's not just for the person who's learning how to play the game. It wasn't just for me in high school on my driveway that afternoon in Western Nebraska, you'll hear players like LeBron James and others in the NBA that say, there's a certain routine I go through every single day. It's not just because they're playing at the level. Do they get to, do they need to abandon those things and just say, Oh, I've checked the box. Those things I already do really well. I don't need to worry about it. No, it's to the point your commentator saying that those are the shots that they make. Those are the shots that we rely on as fans. As we watch them play, those are the things we just assume they're going to make. Well, that's because they're practicing them all the time. And so I think there's just a, there's just a really, just a huge lesson, whether it's athletics, whether it's in your personal life, whether it's in your professional life. And, and I do think at this, you know, when I think about the time that we're in right now, Mm -hmm. people have been doing a ton of reflection around what is it that I'm doing? What is it that I want to do to live on purpose? What is it that helps me live a fulfilling life? And I think when you can really identify those, give me shots, the things that you do really well and, and feed those and nourish those and give those the time that they need, that right there is powerful. Whether you're doing anything with them outside, with others, the fact that you're, you're feeding yourself in that way can be incredibly powerful, especially when we're in a time where people are maybe sometimes just trying to figure out what they want to do in their life. Right. What a powerful life lesson. You shared with me during the break that this uh, start with the give me shots. That's, that's the second of eight Mm -hmm. strategies, life hacks, um, principles that you share in your book. You pulled that out as the title because that, uh, because of the story that you shared with us. Right. Um, I know we can't get to all eight of those in a, in a brief podcast, but I know that there's probably something else that's coming to your mind about um, what you might want to share from those life lessons. Yes. And I, I appreciate you providing the space for me to share that. These were the eight core lessons that when I really 
was reflecting on what my father had taught me. My late father had taught me. Mm -hmm. It was just these eight. And I kept seeing them over and over again. They had distinct stories. They had distinct application, not just when I learned them as a child or as a young adult, but they had application throughout my whole life. Yes. The one that is not written as a statement, it's written as a question, and it is the last lesson of my book, was a question that my dad would ask people whenever he saw them. And he asked me every day when I talked to him, most recently before he had passed away, when I was actually commuting home from a day of work, he would start the conversation with, what have you done for the good of the community today? And... Mm. My dad asked that question. A lot of people, when they hear it, will hear uh, philanthropy, will hear, you know, community giving into all of that. And, and my dad was very much very generous with both his time and his finances with others. And I believe in that as well and, and am as, as well. But really what that question did every single time he asked it was, was asked me to stop for a moment and just reflect on my day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see how big of a lesson that was until actually when I was debating writing this book. And it was, I started with that question and said, what have I done for the good of the community today? What am I doing in my life that I want to continue doing? Where is there something I still want to do more? And it, it was that, that I wanted to actually put all these lessons to paper. My dad had had taught them to me. I had shared them with colleagues. I'd shared them really throughout my whole life. And I thought, I really just need to put these to paper so that I can continue to talk about them, share them with folks like yourself, with your listeners. Mm-hmm. And I really believe the value of reflection. If you want to see what your give me shots are, the value of reflection will get you there. If you want to see how you can add value somewhere else or where you have needs in your life that you hadn't even really uncovered, the simple act of reflecting every single day, and I will share with your, with your listeners this really simple formula. Every day at the end or first thing in the morning, if I, for whatever reason, put my head on the pillow and didn't do it at the end of the day, yeah. I will say, what happened that day? What did I think or feel about it? And what do I want to do about it? And some days I'll, I'll do that and think, I don't know, that felt really good. And I want to do more of that. It's that simple, or I'm not really sure what I think of that or feel about that. And maybe I'll come back to it. And, and then I've had some days where I go, that's not working for me. Doesn't feel good. Or I I don't think that's what I want to continue doing. And now what kind of plan do I want to make to move forward? And, and it was what got me writing. It's what, what really gets me speaking. It's also what gets me super excited that the simplicity of that is Mm -hmm. actually where I think we can build more intentional lives Mm-hmm. If we really take time in the busyness of life and stop and reflect and take care of ourselves in that way. Wow. That's a powerful concept. I think that can increase our gratitude too, as we mm-hmm. reflect on just the richness that is already there. Yeah. All the give me shots that we're already making. Right. And especially as we practice those and put in the reps. Marnie, thank you for sharing that. I know that there's more in the book, and obviously we want to invite people to, to connect to the book. It's, it's called Start With the Give Me Shots by Marnie Andes, and that's spelled A-N-D-E-S. Marnie, where else can they connect with you and, and get more of this goodness? 
Well, first of all, thank you for having me again and, and, and letting me share some, some tidbits about my book. They can actually find my book on Amazon by searching for that or searching with my name, Marnie Andes. Uh, they can also connect with me at MarnieAndes.com and most of my social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook are all MarnieAndes.com. I really do want to hear from people. I believe in the power of storytelling and just what we've done here today. And I I know there's other stories out there. I know there's homegrown lessons that everyone has been taught yes. and it's, it's made a difference in their lives. And I, and I really believe that if we share more of those stories with one another, that that in and of itself is probably all of the lessons we could live by and learn from and be able to live these really, these really purposeful mm-hmm. lives if we were just to connect with one another in that way. So I would, right. I would love your listeners to connect with me and, and, and learn more from them. Awesome. So once again, that's Marnie Andes, and we'll spell that for you so that you get it. M-A-R-N-E-Y-A-N-D-E-S. Did I get that right, Marnie? You did. Marnie Andes, and there's a .com for that. You'll also be able to connect with her through social media and obviously on Amazon where you'll find her book, Start With the Give Me Shots. Marnie, thank you so much for your contributions today here at Live On Purpose Radio. Thanks, Dr. Paul. It's time, everybody. You've heard it from Marnie. Go do it to it. Let's go live on purpose. Mm -hmm.